Welcome to our Lexio podcast for the 26th Sunday in Ordinary Time. In our Lexio meditation, we enter into the Gospel passage through real, down-to-earth, lived experience. We allow the concreteness of the Gospel event to stir up memories and feelings of similar events in our own lives, in the lives of those around us, and in the wider world. In this way we come to a new seeing of God's presence and work among us today. And in the prayer that flows from this recognition, we're invited to celebrate all that is good and beautiful, all that there already is of God within us and around us. And at the same time, we come to see where and how we're being called to grow as children of the Father. Feel free to pause this podcast at any stage of the journey and take it up again in your own time. We will take a few moments now to quieten our minds and hearts as we prepare to listen deeply to the gift of God's living word in today's gospel. food for the journey this week is Mark chapter 9 verses 38 to 43, verse 45 and verses 47 to 48. John said to Jesus, Master, we saw a man who's not one of us casting out devils in your name, and because he was not one of us, we tried to stop him. Jesus said, you must not stop him. No one who works a miracle in my name is likely to speak evil of me. Anyone who is not against us is for us. If anyone gives you a cup of water to drink just because you belong to Christ, then I tell you solemnly, he will most certainly not lose his reward. But anyone who is an obstacle to bring down one of these little ones who have faith would be better thrown into the sea with a great millstone round his neck. And if your hand should cause you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life crippled than to have two hands and go to hell into the fire that cannot be put out. And if your foot should cause you to sin, cut it off. It is better for you to enter into life lame than to have two feet and to be thrown into hell. And if your eye should cause you to sin, tear it out. It is better for you to enter into the kingdom of God with one eye than to have two eyes and be thrown into hell. Where their worm does not die, nor their fire go out. 
passage today can be divided into three sections. In the first, Jesus challenges John's narrow-mindedness and opens his mind and heart to see and to rejoice in the liberating work of God, the saving work of God, going on in people outside their own group. In the second section, Jesus expresses righteous anger when one of the little ones, one of the poor, the weak, the vulnerable, is exploited, humiliated or neglected. And on the other hand, he expresses his heartfelt joy when their suffering is relieved even in the smallest way, be it a cup of cold water to drink. Finally, his vision of life in the kingdom is one of joy, wholeness and harmony, and it warrants letting go of anything that would be an obstacle to this. The dramatic and shocking images of pulling out eyes, cutting off hands and feet, are symbolic of the painful severing that is necessary at times. Letting go of things that we've come to depend on, things we cannot imagine ourselves without, cutting them off because they've actually become a hindrance to our entering into this new life. One way of entering into this passage in meditation is to let it remind you of the work of a humanitarian agency or a compassionate project that has impressed or inspired you. People who are actively engaged in saving human lives and the alleviation of suffering, giving a cup of water to drink to those most in need. At the same time, these people are not afraid to challenge the powers that be, expressing their righteous anger in the face of so many obstacles that bring down the little ones, preventing them from living a more humane and dignified life. Challenging racist and elitist attitudes that foster hatred and the exclusion of those who are not one of us. Challenging excessive material wealth that generates huge inequality and indifference. Challenging corrupt regimes that dominate and oppress depriving people of opportunities for education, health care and work. As far as they are concerned, these evils would be better thrown into the sea with a great millstone around their neck 
never to rise again. choices, to let go of certain comforts and luxuries that have defined our lifestyle up to now, asking us to cut off a hand or foot or tearing out an eye, so that together we might enter into a life of shared dignity, equality and fraternity. Irrespective of their race, religion or ethnicity, we've come to see something of the spirit of Jesus living again in their liberating and saving work. meditation, this conversation between the passage and life experience, let it continue in the background as we go on our way, as we go about our ordinary everyday life activities. Let us keep our eyes and ears open to what's going on around us and in the wider world, and we may well be surprised to find this gospel passage living again in many new circumstances of private, social and public life. When the time is right, we may be moved to prayer to thank the Father for the gift of this passage and the grace-filled memories that it has evoked. In our own words, we let God know about our own experiences of righteous anger in the face of obstacles to bring down one of these little ones. We let him know too of our joy and delight when someone in need is given a cup of cold water to drink. And we thank him for those moments of grace when we've come to see and appreciate his work going on in someone who is not one of us. And Heavenly Father, we ask forgiveness for the times when we knew what we had to do to preserve our own integrity or we knew what we had to do to assure a more dignified life for others, but we avoided the painful choices involved, the cutting off of the hand or foot or the tearing out of the eye, preferring instead to maintain the status quo. As a result, we found ourselves languishing for a while in a hell of torturous guilt and remorse where the fire never goes out and the worm does not die until that day we encountered your mercy. 
also feel to pray a prayer of petition, asking the Father for a greater share in his righteous anger in the face of inequality and human misery. We pray that our church will be to the fore in the passionate commitment to relieve the suffering of the poor and vulnerable of our society and world. That our church be ready to cut off the hand or the foot or to pull out the eye, ready to sever any attachments to power, prestige and wealth that might prevent us from entering more fully into that life of equality, fraternity and justice for all. With a trusting heart, let the presence of God our Father now take over and draw us into a deeper prayer of silence and stillness. We enter into the deep moment in a loving relationship where there's no longer any need to say anything or do anything. We simply look at God looking lovingly on us breathing the breath of his love into us, believing in us, encouraging us, entrusting himself and his work to us. In the event of any distractions, perhaps we might choose a word or phrase from the passage. For example, that phrase, enter into life, and repeat it in the quiet of our hearts to assist us on this journey into deeper and deeper silence. We rest our hearts simply and receptively in the presence of God and we stay with this deep prayer for as long as it is given to us. recognition of God's presence and work in our lives today bear fruit in new and even more beautiful ways as we go on our way. <laughs>